0: Kids. each of them had soft carpeting wooden blocks art supplies big cushions to lounge on
1: okay kids' in this class last year how did we show that we wanted to say something here, we put a thumb in the air can we agree
0: when I went back a couple what? of weeks later hey welcome back hey, thank you I just like to be here the laptops and iPads had been given out to the kids. Now I kind of looked like a stereotypical tech startup, but with kids for founders. do you have? Whoa! What are you looking at? Uh, top ten world biggest sinkholes. Oh my gosh! Those are really deep. Are you? Is this choice time or science
1: time? What is it? Oh, I finished my work. Now I'm gonna watch a science video on YouTube. Almost the same as
0: What are you gonna look up, sinkholes, too?
1: <laughs> Whoa! Guatemala City, Guatemala. World's smallest Minecraft house. Yep. I struggled a lot in school. Reading, writing, math really weren't my strong suits. Mara Pauker is the head of the alt school
0: in Brooklyn. And as a kid, she didn't really like school. But later in college, Mara began studying education itself. She learned about different
1: philosophies, different learning styles, and she decided to become a teacher. Um, And I realized that there is a more open-ended way, less structured, um, but equally as rigorous and important. And so I dove into that side um, that is a Reggio Emilia-based philosophy of education. And it just kind of gets you to think outside of the box and think of children as partners instead of these little buckets that you have to fill with information and pass them across the factory line. Yeah. So when you first heard the name Alt School and learned about it, what seemed like its biggest difference compared to what you'd experienced so far? I think I was most intrigued by the technology only because I am by nature a documenter of student learning and I'm always seeking different opportunities and methods to capture what's happening and I felt like Alt School was kind of pitching this to me as an educator. Okay, so what does that look like? Can you specifically tell us, like what does that even mean? We have something called a playlist and the playlist is a set of activities that teachers have created for students based on things that they're interested in, so it's almost like a placeholder or a schedule, just as we adults look at our Google calendars, Mm -hmm. they kind of help. So kids organize themselves. So then they might go over to the shelf and find the printing book. If it's a child who needs more support, perhaps those materials are already set out and they physically just have to go to that area. And then a more concrete example in terms of small group work might be that there's a research group who's studying the earth. Each one of those three students might have the same card on their playlist. But then behind the scenes, it might be that they're working on achieving different skill sets. So one child might be looking at the math side of the problem. Another child might actually be looking at mapping. And the third might be looking at the literacy components. So, teachers are able to mark and assess the students against the personal goals that they're working on while arriving at the activity, like through the same objective. And there's no homework or grades, is that right? That's right.
0: It's interesting, like there's no homework for the kids, but it sounds like there's a lot of homework for the teachers, right? To come up with these playlists, to, you know, if you've got a bunch of kids, like, and they each, you're doing something
1: different with each of them, how does that work? Yeah, but there is a centralized database. So if there's a teacher at a San Francisco school who's done something around readers' or writers' workshop, or they've done something around, like, I'll go back to that earth example, and there's a science lesson that other teachers can pull from. And then if we tag them, um, we can add keywords and things so they're easily searchable.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, this is all still relatively new. This is only year two. When prospective parents come to look at the school, what what would you say is their number one concern?
1: I think that the number one concern is how um, we're perceived as being a school on the screen. Um, And they want to be sure that their children aren't going to come into school and not interface with any other children. The
0: philosophy at Alt School is that by tracking kids' resilience, their curiosity, self-direction, creativity, critical thinking, that, over time, builds a more thorough picture of a student. So that stuff can seem kind of mushy in the abstract. But when they track it with data points, it brings the whole child into focus, or it's supposed to, all of their strengths and weaknesses, both academic and social.
1: What happens to all the data? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the great components of capturing all of this year after year is that the data actually gets passed to the next teacher. And so it it just creates a more comprehensive profile.